welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community and any new listeners. So today is a special day for those who know about numerology, for those of you who know about our lovely mystic plane. And I do remember always the days of uh, 2222, and that's because of numerology being very important as we balance things out, but also because of the divine masculine, divine feminine, and that whole twin flame stuff. And so we were not going to focus on the actual story or on uh, any of the 4D way of doing things, but I do want to talk about romance because a conscious lover is where you have people who can come together and consistently love each other for who they are. So our lovely episodes are always about personal development and you being able to also hear what it's like to be individuals who have that infinite higher human consciousness potential experience. It's sharing with the 5D mystics the opportunity to come on over here and not be within the saga land. Uh, remember that it's people who are differentiated selves and so you have healthy self-worth. So you're all potshas. And that's why you are doing personal development without seeking shortcuts, you know, about emotional building regulation skills. And that would be where it's just valuable to use functional adult love language, or that's where I come in and I'm sharing how to do this. <laughs> that's where I don't know where you're at, but inner and outer well-being is your integration of the brain experience. It's your birthright. It's all over the place. So if you're securely attached, this comes very easily. I was a teenager. It was very easy for me to move into knowing what a healthy partnership looks like, which is you be you and I be me. And that's where the teenage boyfriend, all of my regular listeners know the story. And yes, he did cheat on me, but this is where I don't look at it as him being a person who was not worthy of love. This word worthy of love is a bullshit word for a human being who's a pacha, which means knowing every person has a heart. And no body is heartless, okay? So the scale of evil, they're all people who need good therapists. That's it. Any person who is in that scale has been a person who needs to be supported with love. I got taught it by Jesus. I got to keep learning it with the attachment and trauma-informed courses. And in fact, it's thanks to them that I have better words to talk about all things related to you following your heart, which is you learning to be your integration of the brain. Now, the people who need more help because of impaired bilateral integration due to childhood trauma, they have therapists or they have the ability to find so many pieces of information. And if they're actually caring about their inner well-being, they will take note and they will begin implementing aspects, not tomorrow, immediately. So I want to share, I'm the human love narrative, not the human suffering. There are people who they choose the human suffering love narrative. So this is not a competition. This is an actuality. I see it. I've been seeing it as a mystic. And that's because as a mystic, I have the ability to support people through those lovely tools, tarot, Akashic records, the readings, Reiki, although that's in the holistic. I still have my life coach and uh, meditation coach certificates that I want to finish up so I can add that to the toolkit. But really mentor, content creator, a person who guides, supports. That's why we have paid subscription-based model content for those who eventually like, you know what, I think Maria can guide me on this. No, not I think. I know because you got plenty of free content. You don't waste money on you think. You use money when you are, I know that someone can guide me. 
This is because you will have heard and you will have, hmm, in my brain, it pops up that I can get guidance from somebody I trust. Trust is built because you hear what a person's lived, what they know, what they don't know. It's not because you're looking for a specific outcome. The ones who are wanting to successfully do some magic wand trick, they're not the ones that are tuning into HP content because I don't do magic tricks. So <clears throat> based on that, again, let me first, people who do human suffering, I need to get that one out because there's always going to be a group that might want that one and it's not good or bad, just you're not going to resonate with this content. So you can go somewhere else, that's all. And I don't say it with anything except for love in my heart, but some people don't want to have the ability to bring joy and love into this world easily because their zero one-year-old wants a cat. And that means you want the one uh, human. So I'm going to share with you my thoughts when it comes to this. So for one, I'm a woman. So I, I've been told by men, and I will repeat this one forever until I can see more men knowing that they have capacity of their bilateral integration, that they want it. And the fact that they have capacity, I know they do, but it seems that men are okay with not having the capacity. As they say, oh, I'm a man, I can't read your facial expressions. I'm not going to be able to say, okay, so you're telling me you have impaired, because that would be me beginning to lecture. I don't want to waste my time. I'm not their parent, not your mother. And I don't want a partner who I have to be a mother of. That's complete bullshit. No, no. If you can't feel from the depths of you, I don't even know why you're near me because I feel very deeply. Yeah, you'll notice it immediately. And I'll notice that you have no capacity to actually have me feel deeply, which will take away from my life. Not your life, my life. I don't want to be around you. If I want to express deeply, I'm not going to want to be around you. It's not about attractive. It's that I have expression of emotion. See, the, far, the fact is, when you have human love in your bones, no, it's not your bones, even though, thank you, Peter Levine, because trauma memory is stored in your bones, muscles, and tissue. When you don't have trauma memory lingering, and you really are just exuberance of life because you got your three-year-old, don't crap on my life because you don't know how to handle emotions. But see, I'm not going to tell you that, which is why Pacha is going to just move out of the way. But while Pacha and Cusco are a story in the Emperor's New Groove, I'm not a story, I'm Maria. And any person who is a male or female or they that has the depths of emotion and is cool with it, because again, I'm a human. <laughs> Did you think you wouldn't feel? And I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because it's the most beautiful, all the emotions inside me, you have your heart involved. Why are you coming near me? Why are you wasting my time? Now, people don't consciously know they're zero one-year-olds, and that's why we are very much aware of not dragging people along this journey called love life. So here is the part of where uh, the twin flame, yeah, uh, sure, it ain't no saga for a 5D mystic. It's uh, you don't want to be involved with your heart. It's okay. You don't have to. I won't make you scared of it. I will, in fact, slowly remove myself from the equation of all heart-based honey things and that's where we will have the lovely weather talk because from your left mode you won't notice shit as i've been told again a man don't read tone and actually the, the fact is you won't read any of it because if you don't have bilateral integration it's not about me lecturing you i know thank you daniel siegel and i already figured it out by the way in the past but now i know the way to explain it to all of you here men women and days if a human being does not have bilateral integration <clears throat> and that means it's impaired daniel siegel 
it impairs couples functioning. He's had couples go to him after reading the book Parenting from the inside out. It's one of his books. And they say, hey, I need, we need bilateral integration because we're not achieving deeper connection with each other. Because when I am upset, my partner can't read my nonverbal signals. And that's because of, again, impaired bilateral integration. So for a person who's independently able to you will not be like oh my gosh I'm, I'm so happy that this human being has no emotions uh, when i'm emotional we won't be lecturing you either though about it so again uh the human suffering love let me bring in the book the the group this group the book because i've i've mentioned to my lovely women friends hey you know what this is where it's at now if you do want your man to be able and get into bilateral integration here's where i would say terry real and daniel siegel because they're the best, because they don't do the whole, here, let me bring you biblical text and make your man into your slave, and they're not men who are like, be devoted and loyal to your wife, uh, what the fuck, <laughs> so gender stereotypes, not fond of them, and man and woman and they should know one thing alone, you, like I, have a heart and a brain and a body and you have charged parts like I do, and uh, those of us who have healthy self-worth, we stand up for our charged parts, and we're not going to ask you to nurture our one-year-old, our two-year-old, our three-year-old, our four-year-old, our five, all the way up. Don't worry, you will not be asked to do any of it. The minute that you skip a beat is the minute that I know I cannot count on you. And that's very straightforward. And I will not have to, because I know how to feel deeply all by myself, because that's where integration comes into the mix. I know how to regulate my own nervous system. When people don't know how to do it, what I like to share with them is you should, no, you could, you can, if you want to speak up and go to good trauma therapy with these people. Why trauma therapy? Because most people that I meet who don't go, they just live with a ball and a chain and they seem to always be in these relationships that are emotionally unsatisfactory because there's, yeah, couples functioning is impaired since the partners don't see each other's facial cues. And they all have assumptions and stereotypes and da, 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 and they have stories. So the biggest thing is the story of the uh, women and men with the gender stereotypes. Okay, so the twin flame is not exempt. That's why they have people that, that, that do saga. But that's because these are not 5D mystics. And that means they don't know oneness consciousness. So they don't have healthy self-worth, which is why they actually have this thing with their twin flame and they think they're being... No, it's not they think. They got some people who built stages for them and now they're all over the relationship coach and twin flame coach and that's great for those groups of people. I'm here to share with you that's not how it works uh, for the ones of us who have secure attachment. So yeah, we, we know where choice points sit. You get to choose what you want to do. I'm going to choose. You're going to choose and we walk a line and if we are walking together by the end of it, great. If we're not, oh well. Uh, it's not about divine timing. It's that I have compersion. You're happy. I'm happy. And that's it. We actually keep on being a part of each other's lives. Nobody needs to be spelling out any type of title. It's called relationship anarchy and non-hierarchical. At least for the solo poly it is. I know that the monoamory might uh, differ, but the monoamory with secure attachment is going to differ only in this equation. They don't have more than one person they love. 
they want one person and they will love only one human being for their entire life but they will know i'm not going to compromise what that is going to look like so that means i will not be with a man or a woman or a they that does not have the ability to read my facial cues and have a relationship with their own heart because the part about what happens with impaired bilateral integration is you don't have a relationship with your own inner world so you're not going to grow up i'm not going to grow up and what that means is we're not going to feel deeply each other or you know experience what is by the way the most amazing thing is when you're your own inner adult because you're sharing the depths of your it's the ventral vagal nervous system it's a human being's birthright you can access your restorative embodied self okay so that's the breakdown okay let me go back to the examples that i wanted to give when i see the in-between couples they are usually one not in the enlightenment soul age group they're in the uh, societal and relationship one and this is what i did want to share that's why the human suffering love bug it's not because they're suffering it's because they're learning about their self so their sense of self-worth through each other in the relationships and then with society and so they're growing their growth their inner growth and the ability to mature emotionally happens through those interactions and that's not good or bad it's a choice point and actually i think i left you hanging with something yeah oh well um the part about light body expansion this was in uh episode a while back though so we'll leave it alone if anybody has recollection of that uh, i'm just gonna say a short sentence right now you choose based on how much you can emotionally uh, work with that's all i forgot to close that on one up but i think you all will have understood what i was getting at and uh, for those of us who have a window of welcome for emotions, that's why we don't disengage from expanding our energy body because we're not afraid of it. We don't lose ourselves. We, we don't get uh, out of the awareness of what's going on. And that's actually why we also easily move beyond spirituality. So this is a side note for my mystics. Okay, so hopefully that answers. I know my regular listeners know which one, which episode I'm talking about. And we'll probably have some other episode where I specify it again for channeled guidance. So I'll, I'll, I'll keep that one in mind when I'm done with this one. Okay, so people who do relationship and societal soul age group, they learn about their self with each other. I see them all the time. They're having a great time. They talk about life in their way. And, and there you go. I come with the enlightenment soul age group experience. And so I'm sharing with you a whole self, a differentiated self, a three-year-old I'm able to just stand here and say, I love who I am. You don't love me. You can go fuck yourself. I won't tell you that, but I'll be in my head. And that's why I'm actually very grateful for every single one of the previous of experiences. Because seriously, I, I mean, every time I think, we forget that when you're 16, you're not going to have a fully developed brain yet. When you're 25, for the women, that's when our executive decision-making functions of our brain begin. They're finally established. For the men, biologically, it's 27. So when you understand that your brain structure actually develops and <clears throat> just how your human body is, you're going to understand why it takes a certain amount of time plus those choice points. And so when I think of every choice point that I've made, even though that's a bullshit word, I'm just happy about where I'm at. <clears throat> and I already knew because I love love. <laughs> uh, I don't do half-ass shit. Uh, how are you going to love if you do half-ass shit? That's, that's what I consider when I see somebody 
not being able to feel the depths of their own emotions, but I get it from the attachment uh, researchers and therapists that some people, they really have a hard time, and that's why they're there for them. So some of us, we don't. We don't have a hard time, and uh, we won't stand down from love because why would we? Others, on the other hand, they compromise, and that's because they do the whole gender stereotype. With Twin Flame, they ended up having a saga build up, and, and that's where the the situation that people don't understand that they will be given the opportunity to move forward from is the primal attachment panic, which would be that nervous system of yours when that twin flame is going to potentially be leaving you, you feel afraid of losing them. And that's the moment that your nervous system goes to that zero one-year-old and it's automatically like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. But it's, it's a very big, but see, I say to me it wasn't big. I still remember all of those different moments that have happened with my twin flames and they weren't big. They were very clear to me. I'm afraid and sad and think I might lose a connection that I really, really care about. And the depths of it obviously went through different degrees because you have one twin flame, then I got two and then I got three and I'm like, wow, I got a trio going on. This is amazing. And here's the part of where the 4D mystics, they don't actually do any of this. They just think that they're being manipulated, controlled. No, they don't think. They feel vulnerable because that's what a primal attachment panic is. You're going to feel like you're dying, if you will, inside, but you're not dying. It's you're afraid. So if you've had panic attacks, you'll know what that's like, which is why, I mean, for me, it was worse to have panic attacks than to have the primal attachment panic. Because see, the primal attachment panic is a natural, organic thing that your body experiences because we all have an embodied brain in this zero one-year-old. Well, the panic attack to me is like just your brain's like, I'm going to die, I'm going to die, and I don't want to die. So that's why for me it's a big deal because I love life. So I know exactly why for me those are much more suffered, quote-unquote, than the primal attachment panic because in that case I have a secure attachment figure, my mother. I have the ability to self-regulate, number two. I'm not dying inside, okay? So the difference for the 4D is they are dying inside. And what I can share with you, though, is there's no stages necessary. If a person would just be in their thinking brain, I care for a human being and I have a special connection and I don't want to lose them and then be able to say, what is love? What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. No, what is love? Thank you, Sadhguru. Love is about joy and freedom. Now, what is love again? Polyamory community and any monoamory person who has healthy self-worth. It's called compersion. So that means that in my heart of hearts, even if I'm upset because I might lose you, it doesn't matter what degree. It doesn't matter what degree of upset. It can feel deadly, but you know you're emotionally upset because you might lose a human being that is a connection. You're not dying. Okay, so you can, if you are a person of the land of equanimity, use that meta-aware brain and say, I'm really, really upset right now, and the words that are going to come out of my mouth are going to matter because I'm upset, so I'm not going to bullshit myself and say, I have a right. The angry circuit makes you have certainty. This is where the 4D, they end up starting spitting vengeance at their twin flame, and that's bullshit. They start to actually talk about themselves as superior to their masculines. And that's why they all do spirituality bypass. 
and that's why they don't actually figure it out and it doesn't matter if they end up with their twin flame or not meaning that's their personal growth journey which is great that they find their power couple you know how minuscule that is compared to when you actually can do okay i'm a person they're a person i want that they're happy and if that means that i'm not in their happiness it's okay i want that they're happy when a parent that is healthy self-worth wants their child to be happy they will consistently remind themselves of i'm not there to live my child's life children's life a person who's a healthy self-worth human being is going to be a person who's going to say i want another human being to be happy twin flame child not child to get here means that you have a personal development journey you go on whether it's with a therapist on your own it's a very very straightforward equation love is unconditional because if you truly love you're in your oxytocin gene hormone in a body that uses your prefrontal cortex compassion and kindness so the part about when people like to set up little rules and and they 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 use words based on who their leaders are and da 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 so leaders meaning that you think of people's words as set in stone the ones of us who are 5d nope ask me who sets the truth nobody nobody has the truth these are all qualitative philosophical conversations give me the quantitative data i'm probably going to put them all in a little box uh, it's going to be about gravity and air and you know that that's where quantitative every other freaking conversation on the face of this planet i'm like yeah well that's your interpretation and that's what people don't like the ones who are left modes because they will have their leaders and so i was thinking i read something from Sadhguru, and i love Sadhguru, but i don't agree with everything he says at all in fact uh, this is where the, i don't need to share that though why because that's not important i'm not needing to agree with everything he says but i was reading some of his material on love and, and there's one part where he he has a really great story for it but then he goes on saying love is not unconditional it's conditional and i'm like no 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 love is unconditional if you're a piece of consciousness because you're going to know compersion and i know it very well meaning that i unconditionally love people doesn't mean i like all people now and this is where the equation people like to get into these philosophical debates i had one person say no no you can't find all people the same worth and they literally walked me down the path to try and prove no they proved their point they came at me with an agenda which was you can't speak those words i'm going to make you equate value according to my idea of value and so here's why I, again i said it's qualitative because anyone can come to me and say i'm going to prove my point i'm going to know yeah intellectually of course you can prove your point i could do it too i don't give a shit to do it because i'm not trying to make another person think and feel the way i think and feel about life and this is why that little circle around and around we go and people don't like it i've learned how to not do any of this because people don't actually understand what they're doing I do understand what I'm doing when I'm having an interaction. Uh and I also understand when somebody says, "No, no, you can't love unconditionally." And it's like, "I just told you I do." So now you're going to go out of your way to try and get me fine go because I know you're going to prove your point because you're coming at me again with the way you want to do things. So this infinity of consciousness expanding is very straightforward for some of us. And this twin flame thing, it's very straightforward for the 5D mystic because you're going to know your oversoul and then you're going to know choice points and you're going to know of free will and you're also going to know of determined and that there is a way though that you still have free will it's called that moment the fraction of a second 
after you've been reactive. And you can contemplate in your left mode. And that's the minute that those individuals who don't think, hmm, I'm speaking shit about a person and I'm saying I love them. Hmm, so I do have conditions. So is that love? Okay, so here's why the human suffering love people, they're going to keep doing that conditional stuff because they want somebody to meet what they need to feel safe, to feel soothed, to feel secure, to be their self. And that's going to be according to parameters that they will consistently have. So the 2222, it's balancing. And when you're balanced, because you lead with equanimity, you're not actually balancing based on the external. You, I, and the external are already in a synergy. And so I know that life is always directing me to maintain balance. And so person is only going to keep on adding to that balance. And the people who instead need somebody or the external, like I said, they continue to learn about who they are through that. Okay, so right now I got all philosophical. I don't like to get too philosophical, even though I know that it may seem to left mode brain people that I am, but I try to bring you the human elements to make it tangible how to pursue your inner growth. So we're going to move to romance and consciousness. And I want you to remember Pacha and Cusco. The people who don't become Pachas, they're all Cuscos and they're all doing their stuff. Pachas, what we have is consciously conversations from functional adult land okay so i'll present to you however it is that it comes forth my emotion my story my data my behavior your behavior i'm going to have a conversation with you doesn't matter if i'm passionate uh, it doesn't matter if i'm angry none of it because if you have pachas in a room you're going to have people who are just speaking and not just speaking you're going to have people who know that we have emotions and we're using them not to project. No, our bodies can feel them. Okay, so when I'm in a room with people who are very much aware of their self, we're able to dance a dance of a tango. And that's only because we are interested, the two of us, to actually have that dance. And that is going to be immediately something, you know, because they're not going to leave. They're not going to leave the conversation. They're not going to leave you hanging. They're not going to come in and out. Okay? So I want you to understand, uh, let's use my teenage boyfriend, since we spent three to four years together and they lied throughout those years when they cheated, stuff like that, and, and hid and blah, blah, blah. Now, the part about we didn't lose trust. I never lost trust because trust is not something you lose. It's something that is there for those of us who know who we are. So you don't lose the sense of self because a person you love is different than you are and is doing something different. And here's why today I wanted to celebrate those of us particularly who are able to say, wow, it's so amazing just to be yourself and to have been on this journey, however old you are, it's very empowering because when you're an integrated brain, you're your restorative embodied self. And this is thanks to all of those relationships that presented to you, all of it. I don't like you for who you are particularly, but it's not because of words that they will have spoken. We're different. Okay, so the ability to be your own safe haven, secure base, it means 
I, as a teenager, was called too sensitive. And I said, you know what? It's true. I am. Okay, I'm going to work on it. That's it. And meta-awareness is what I applied. That's all this is. It's you, like, <laughs> I don't even know how else to explain it because it seems so unfamiliar to some people when I, when I tell them about the trauma-informed stuff. So you're in a growth mindset. You put on a scale. Did I feel that I'm sensitive? Yes. Am I going to deny it? No. Did people lie about it? No. Can I do something about it? Yes. I work with, this is the ventral vagal nervous system toning. It's very easy. How? You just pick your heart up in the middle, like Terry Real points out, and you're like, I'm healthy self-worth. That's it. I'm, I'm, I'm me. That's all it is. I'm me. I have flaws. Yep. I'm not going to be sensitive. My heart's not going to whine about it. And you're literally just working with those sensitive aspects. That's all it is. So as a teenager, I learned how to work with my sensitivity because I didn't want to be vulnerable to people like that. Who does? But I also didn't say they're evil and I'm misunderstood and they don't love me and all of that. No, no. The one Elvis song, remember, you only, you, you only hurt the ones you love. When I thought of that song, I was like, it's true. But wait a minute. That's great, though, because the loved ones get to help you to be able and interact with all these different people. So by me being able to talk to you and have that raw exchange, because that's what loved ones are, it's direct communication, from the heart, we get to fight about things and come together. That's where love is at. That's why it's unconditional. It's I accept you for who you are. You don't work for love and your behavior, your your mannerisms, your emotions can come forth. I will re reorganize if you are crossing a line, but not with the cancel culture. That's actually people who don't know how to regulate their nervous system and how to talk about differences. Uh, this is where... I have had plenty of interesting experiences. One popped into my head. This isn't about romance, though, because, see, romantically speaking, uh, the fact of the matter is if you don't address a person with manners of Cusco, which I have not ever, because of having a secure attachment, differentiated self, healthy self-worth upbringing, let me specify, so my whole three-year-old heart has stayed alive and always... So with my teenage boyfriend, when he cheated, I did not insult him. In fact, the first thing, the first time it happened, I said, don't think I'm going to check on your phone now. I don't do that shit. You know this. I'm not jealous. And you didn't break trust. I understand what happened. You told me about it. We're talking right now. Uh, you haven't lost my trust. Otherwise, I wouldn't be with you again. <laughs> if you lost my trust, I'd be gone. So that was my conversation with him. When it happened the second time, I don't remember what I said. I just found out basically that all my friends had lied to me. So I was more like, what the fuck? I went asking all my friends, so why didn't you tell me? The ones that I knew were good friends that I thought would tell me the truth because I thought they were quote unquote badass. Because see, to me, a badass knows how to basically say, this is what happened and this is uh, what, you know, I'm, I'm, and they have the guts to actually talk to you about shit. You know, that's badass. Not, I'm going to hide it away. Every single one of those friends were afraid. If you're afraid, I'm not going to be angry at you. I was already aware of what fear. I know what fear is. So they all had valid reasons, but they also had valid experiences that made them think that I wouldn't believe them. They all had an answer for me. And so the answer doesn't make you a shitty friend. <clears throat> it makes you a person who can tell me, at the very least, what you 
did while you did it and so this were okay all these teenagers they're all immature they're all afraid that's all i learned about teenage land and then i grew up and again this is where it's at that's why with twin flames no saga it's called impaired bilateral integration which actually the attachment and trauma researchers make very clear which is very much why you have the cancel culture people um so in the meantime the one that really hit home was the bff because the bff and i found out about this cheating thing together as i'm getting a tarot reading my first tarot reading ever and i'll never forget us sitting near each other and he read to her you're dating somebody he's gonna go back to his girlfriend he loves his girlfriend so he's not gonna stick around with you and then he read to me your boyfriend's cheating on you with uh, somebody who's really 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 close to you and my brain didn't even fathom but that's the part it didn't <laughs> like it must be this other person this is the as he says this i'm like i looked to her i was like i, I, I who is it <laughs> you're the only one and then oh wait there's that person and my friend immediately took the ball to say yeah it must be her it has to be her. i mean it can't be anybody else then I was totally on board with this. And then we went on to talk because I said, and who are, who, who's the guy you're kissing? You have a boyfriend. What's going on? Because my girlfriend had a boyfriend, at the, which she's married to that person at this point. And uh, she made up a lie. And I remember who she said it was because this, this dude who I don't even, I don't like him. I, I still remember. I didn't know why all these girls were after him. No, wait a minute, I did because he has money and he has status. And so these girls liked an asshole. He's an asshole. So some of those stereotypes, right, you, that women like assholes. I was told that once. I was like, no, we don't. No, we don't like assholes. Uh, some of us are understanding, yes, but uh, this word asshole. So I shouldn't say he's an asshole, but what it is, he's arrogant. This person was arrogant. Uh, his entire family had no respect for the town. The The town was really upset at this family because, well, and they might be part of organized crime. So this is where it was um, a lot of different things. But of course, this is a person who and their entire clan could use good therapy for sure. And they didn't. Uh, also, we could have police, but here's where the police corrupt, all this, all this great stuff, right? all of the human stuff that happened. So I personally was like, why would anybody want to be with a person who's arrogant and he's a little prick and his family totally disrespects the entire town is not somebody I would want to be with because you're not uh, actually doing anything good with your money. You're making people pay for things they don't have money for and you buy your motorcycle and you flaunt it around. So, you know, essentially, again, it's not attractive if you are a person who's not part of your community and instead the women the, the women that we were not women teenagers they found it attractive because this human being had money and uh, status and i'm thinking that doesn't mean shit to me you're you're a person who doesn't help your community and you're a person who i would not be with because the way you treat your community what do you think you're going to treat me I, th this is where the common sense comes into the mix if you're treating your entire town and your family has been able to teach you to treat your entire your entire town uh like this where you don't care about us at all and about our our ability to have a good time because the the family had owned part of the beach they ended up 
taking over beaches and the public beach too and and the public beaches it's a this is a side note story for my regular listeners so in in naples italy and the campania region or at least in our region they pay you pay to go to beach and it's sometimes really inaccessible for people not rich but i'm just going to leave that all to the side so this family took over the town's beaches and they made people pay so finally they protested and we were able to get things changed but this human being boy teenage boy was sought out by the girls and i was like yeah nope I'm not, so my girlfriend just says it's him, which was plausible because of this person being somebody all these girls wanted out of no other reason except for they could go around with his motorcycle and have him spend money on them and stuff like that. So I believed her because I knew the, the rep and um, <laughs> anyways, find out it's uh, not him. It's my boyfriend. And I found out because I think I had another reading, but something triggered me in my brain. I was like, wait a minute, it's not that other girl, it's her. And the part about my best friend was that she and I talked, I talked bad about this other girl. And so I learned something valuable, that I would not do that again. That it was not uh, one good, I was taught by Jesus, you don't do that kind of gossip. But I was like, we all gossip, but maybe I can, yes, I can work with that one and not do it this way. So the aspects of how you grow up emotionally, mentally, and with each other, this is this is part, if you know you're human, you're not going to say I'm exempt from anything, but there are ways that you will mature and not be talking about people with a, with a tainted lens. And this is what only inner adults, they understand this. Some of you are here, some of you are not. When you meet an inner adult, a pacha, you will know what, what I just expressed. So for me, anytime I think of the societal and relationship soul age group, I think of teenagers like those people at the time, the girls who want the boy with the money. When I see gender stereotypes, I think of the same. I'm going to look at how you treat your community. I'm going to look at how you treat yourself. I'm, I'm going to look at a lot of things. I'm not going to look at your pocket. I don't give a shit about what you're carrying because I'm going to plan on making my own money because I'm going to be an independent person, not because I have to, because I want to. I'm going to want to participate to the fan. I'm going to want to be a partner. So partnership means the word partner. It's balancing two, two, not, not one. And no, no imbalance that involves emotions, though, if you can't handle my emotional plane we're obviously not going to be life partners i can't live life without a heart it's impossible for those of us who have integration of the brain and i said impossible and uh, for some people instead they don't want to make it possible for them to live life with a heart because they have unresolved trauma which is very torturous and that's why there's the good therapists out there so the people in the in-between right here they work with their emotional charges together and that's why the twin flame saga serves a purpose and those relationship coaches and attachment all the ones who are the in-betweens and the in-betweens again not because they're not able to be here no no they just do life from that human suffering lens with love and so they balance it all out together i'm talking to you from a different perspective so when romance is consistently present because you're a conscious lover and that's because you're able to bring forth the ability 
of infinite love. It's not limited. Humanity as a whole is not limited, and you do not do, in fact, the gender stereotypes. Okay, and the examples of the boyfriend, teenager, it's because that's all I needed to really know humanity. When I grew up, it was no different. And actually, I want to share, I did get the opportunity to have an emotionally mature person. We disengaged from our relationship because they found their true love. They found the future that they wanted because of actually knowing that I did not want family or children, and they did. And so while for me, our compromise was satisfactory for them, it wasn't, but it became clear when, when they met the person that instead they was like, I want that woman over there. Now, they didn't tell me that. I found out because I'm best friends, my soul sister, and I, we chit-chat, and I found out from her that he had already spotted but that's not that he spotted, it's that he was a catch, and he is a catch. He's a beautiful man, and he's sweet, and he's romantic and loving, and he's all of it because he's an emotionally and mentally mature person, and therefore he's a catch also, his tallness and his eyes and all of him. So he was being courted, and he was flirting and courting uh, with women, okay? So my, my girlfriend told me about these things which is where I laughed inside I'm like well that makes sense because you're going to figure out who you want in time so let me explain a little bit more because see I need to give ages 25 is when we broke up and 25 is not a adult adult that's just the that is for the biological woman the the year that your executive decision making functions in your brain are established for a male it's 27 but your emotional experience and just having life happen right settling into job and I was still in college so this is why to me there's aspects of life that you're going to take into consideration and that's a person who's just figuring things out and so, yes, the, the discovery phase is still out there, which is why I totally know that when we broke up, it is, to this day, the best thing that ever happened to me. And uh, when those twin flames came about, that's the same thing. Knowing that you're on a path to yourself is not challenging for those of us who are in tune with who we are, because we're always moving in a straight line. And he was very good at explaining while I was trying to negotiate to stay as a couple because I wasn't expecting that. We never fought ever. And that's because I'm a direct communicator. What I did find out is there were aspects that he didn't communicate to me, which actually pissed me off because then I was like, you wasted our time. Had you spoken your words, I would have told you we're not going to work out. But I also knew why he didn't. So this is the part. And then this is where we did what our journey was meant to bring. And that's my best friend, my, my, my soul sister. I mean, obviously, he's part of it, too. I don't want to minimize his role. But I remember saying, OK, now I know why we were together. I would never have been able to meet this beautiful woman and be a part of her life had it not been for you. Because I would never have been in that state or where I would never have. I know it, or at least I, at the time, we didn't even have internet, okay, so there wasn't this whole discovery online, and my friend's not fond of internet anyway, so she would not have been on that, on those platforms. Long story short, this is the beautiful stories of our oversouls 
for my mystics you all know about your your soul peaks your soul tribe you don't need to go listing them or looking for them they happen in your life organically and it's one of the most amazing things for me to be able to share with you my lovely listeners so when romance is actually here let's talk about it as we close on out the conscious lovers they don't actually put who they are to the side there's no fucking way in hell you're going to put yourself to the side because you got your zero one-year-old in the forefront your three-year-old your teenager and the adult in you is leading the way you have integration of the brain and you will therefore simply be a direct communicator woman man they don't matter you won't be using your time inefficiently which is why you don't waste it with people who don't know how to speak their truth because they don't know how to be in a relationship with their inner world and so the blessings that are of all of us when it comes to our oversoul when you're a person if you're 5d mystic in the enlightenment soul age group you do not question and you do not uh, sit in the in-between you don't sit ever in an in-between you're always actively processing and moving and growing and it's the most amazing thing ever doesn't matter what you don't know and it doesn't matter what you do know because you know you know some things and you know you don't know others and that's because you're not gonna sit and say let me have somebody give me answer you don't have questions if i'm emotionally distraught and you don't have time for me i don't have a question you choose silence that's your choice i know what your choice is i'm not going to be looking into anything i'm going to be moving already in front of you no i'm past i'm gone i'm going and you're doing whatever it is in your silent treatment so the insecure person is not able to handle their primal attachment panic modes because they're not regulating their own heart as it experiences what is called simply put emotion sadness is because we did not connect anger is because you want to correct now anger is of a person who would think that they can tell you how to be in life that would be a parent so partnership is not parenting i'm not going to come correct you here's what healthy self-worth people don't like ask my mother when my three-year-old comes up don't correct me and i have to listen to you because you're my mother so i have to just okay fine whatever but (laughs) the person who will still get my three-year-old and it's only one person and then my twin but that's because she's my peer and my same age and really it's because i was that three-year-old so again you knowing yourself is you not crapping on yourself but knowing yourself means i'm not going to correct your behavior because i'm not you so with the teenage boyfriend and any of those lovely relationships i'm not going to come correct you i'm going to accept what you're bringing to the table and then i'm going to think in my brain what do maria what do i want to do what is it that i want to handle okay and we usually are very good at well i can handle my thoughts my emotions my feet so i don't need you for that in fact i'm not with you for that what do i like from our relationship i like for you to be yourself so i'm happy if you're happy and that is it and as you move forward this is why you don't have a saga with your twin flames and you don't need to be rebalancing anything you got your choice point and that's to expand your consciousness and your heart 
they get their choice point. None of my business what their choice points are. If they choose silence, that's their choice point. It's, again, infinite, infinite number of possibilities. I'm not in their brain. You're not in another person's brain. Romance, conscious lovers. What you do know, though, you can't be in any type of romantic relationship if you are not actually living. <laughs> what are those lovely tangos? And so the part about gender stereotypes, they limit love and humanity as a whole because they don't tell you about the plane of emotions they tell you men won't notice your nonverbal cues for the women uh, bullshit and fyi actually you know what if you do my meet those men you can say like i do to some of my friends i got one of my guy friends i love him he's funny and he always likes to ask me about my polyamory stuff because he likes to tease now, this is a person who I hope is doing well. They've had shit happen, but they are like all the other human suffering love bugs out there. Men, women, they, they, they go out and they want to get distracted. They do alcohol, some do drugs and alcohol and sex, and some sit and ruminate and just spend their time that way. So that's very much not choice point of expansion or romance, uh, but long story short, my friend and I, we will at times be very flirtatious and funny. And so in one of these occasions, as he's being a little, uh, not moron, but he's being silly because he's actually dedicating a song to me and the song was something romantic. And I'm having fun because I'm seeing that my friend's in a good mood and I was happy that he was in a good mood because I know he go again, a lot of shit going on. <laughs> But at a certain point, you know, he's teasing about sleeping together or something like that. And I don't say anything. And he's like, you didn't say anything. I was like, yes, I didn't say anything. That means, no, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it just means I didn't say anything. And then we continue to just tease. And I'm like, I'm just happy that you're happy, that I see you being happy. And then something, something. And then I forget again. And I simply point out, don't. Tell me that I'm getting to know you because I know that I'm not. I know that you're closed off to getting to know anyone and you're just having fun. You're getting to know me, I said, and that's great. I'm just, again, happy that you're having a good time. But let's not pretend uh, what's going on here is nothing more than you just having a good time and being distracted and it's great that you're in a good mood and there you go. When a person is in tune with their whole self like I am and anybody who has that integrated brain, we pick up on each other and my friend he does not have an open heart that he has a very sad broken heart and this is why he goes out like other people that get distracted what they don't understand is that's called i'm suppressing and i'm not actually activating my capacity to support myself because i'm choosing not to go to the depths of me and that's why again romance it's not romance for those of us who are conscious lovers when you don't have the relationship with the depths of you. And uh, childhood trauma is very serious, so people have luckily good therapists out there. The people who know about being pachas, we don't fool people, but we won't fool ourselves and we won't lecture people that don't want to open up. We're not going to be there to try and figure you out. Or That's why the twin flame thing, like I said, it's actually something very, very different and we're choice points for each other and when people don't want to take up their choice points that's where it's meant is not one that has questions for those of us who know how to be ourselves your choice to be silent tells me that i'm meaningless to you 
That's all I need to know, that my emotional plane is not of interest to you. And that's not disrespectful. It is called your preference, no, your choice of how to use your time. And as a self who knows how important 24 hours is, I'm going to choose to spend my time with what makes me happy. And I will, in fact, say you have the same exact right. You deserve to choose all those 24 hours, which is why it's called compersion. And not, oh my gosh, they're doing something wrong. No, no. They're going to choose how to spend 24 hours. Every person does instinctively. I'm not going to be lecturing you. So secure attachment people. We don't lecture somebody of how to use their time because see, it's self-centered and selfish. They've used their time with me. They've shared their moments. If they choose silence, who am I to share with them? I want you to give me your time because you have to give me your time because otherwise you're an asshole. (laughs) That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever found is people saying, oh, I love them, but I'm going to make them. Mm -hmm. They're not having fun and you're making them. I'm going to say that you're both making each other. What? What? (laughs) Is that romance? No, it's not. So love, like our lovely Sadhguru says, it is. Freedom and joy, while attachment is bondage and misery. So the people who have their own zero one-year-old, their secure attachment here, that's why we can enjoy joy and love, like with my friend and freedom, and have fun and be grown-ups for my lovely polyamory community. When you have secure attachment, it's very straightforward how to talk about loving more than one person. And when you have people who have secure attachment, they will not be in any way, shape, or form closed-minded about it. If you have people who don't have healthy self-worth, they're going to have emotional stuff, but you can use your functional adult mouth to explain to them, look, it's not a competition. Nobody can be you. Do you understand that you are beautiful, handsome? There's only one of you. There's no other person that has lived your zero, one, two, three. Nobody is you. Nobody and no mind. If a person can't understand that, Here's where we're going to use the Maya Angelou quote, that one. I do not trust people who don't love themselves and tell me I love you. There's an African saying, which is, be careful when a naked person offers you a shirt. Now, don't do the trust thing, but do the pacha thing. Nobody is heartless, but if a person doesn't know how to easily love their self, it means they have some situation and impaired bilateral integration. If they don't choose to be able to talk to you about stuff, it's their choice. It's not your stuff to impose on anyone, anything. And again, time. It's of the essence. You got 24 hours. There's plenty of people who have healthy self-worth out there and are conscious lovers and will actually dedicate themselves to support you. You support them. They won't be creating bullshit lies because the bullshit lies are, you know, the saddest part is there's no devil or demon to blame for any of this. It's all unresolved trauma. It's not bullshit lies. A, a child begins at zero, one, two, three. These are all explainable things. So the individuals who are 4D mystics, they don't learn about their human experience because they're too busy in spirituality bypass. And when they have their primal attachment panic with their twin flames, they don't understand what's going on and they don't get told, hey, do you love him or her or they? Okay, so what is love? Love is, I want you to go and discover the world in whatever ways thrills your brain and your heart and your body. If that is you with unfinished business because you don't know how to get a good therapist, it ain't my business. And you better bet the law is going to be sure to keep up with you if you're doing, this is the part. If you love someone like a 
parent loves their children and really again are you going to be a parent of someone or are you going to be a human being who's an adult so an inner adult says you've got 24 hours you should be doing exactly actually i want you to be happy that's the only thing i'm going to ask you are you happy in life yes good so the choice points are clear happiness doesn't mean that they have their inner child leading the way no i've seen many of the lovely oversoul pieces that are part of my journey not have their inner child but that's their choice not mine and as Sadhguru says we're not here to affect states of consciousness and a 5d mystic enlightenment functional adult will know this because that's what it is to be connected to this lovely akash so purusha prakriti we know every day you got 24 hours and romance is out there for the conscious lovers the gender stereotypes they don't uh, allow you to tap into the infinite you We'll be back with more. Have a great day.